Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, a once-in-a-generation winter storm blankets most of the country and threatens holiday plans for millions. Long lines and cancellations at the airport. I changed my flight (laughs) to leave a day early. As the country prepares for heavy snow, strong winds, and dangerous cold, CBS's Chris Van Cleve has what you need to know before you drive or fly. Ukrainian President Zelensky's historic visit to Washington. He meets with President Biden and addresses Congress. We need to survive this winter. We need to protect our people. Donald Trump's tax records, the first look at financial documents that show the former president paid no federal income taxes in his final year in office. Flu medicine shortage, the major move by the federal government as demand for Tamiflu rises this flu season. Banning cell phones in school, CBS's Meg Oliver on why some educators think it's the key to taking pressure off students. And remembering Franco Harris, the four-time Super Bowl champion at the center of the Immaculate Reception. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Major Garrett in for Nora. After arriving on a U.S. military flight cloaked in secrecy, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky thanked U.S. taxpayers for helping his country fend off more than 10 months of Russian aggression. Zelensky will address a joint meeting of Congress later tonight. Plus, Trump tax records made public the former president tax returns were not under audit, as the IRS policy required. But first, a powerful winter storm could disrupt holiday travel plans coast to coast. The National Weather Service calls this system a once-in-a-generation storm that will produce, according to projections, blizzard conditions in the central and eastern United States. 
Airlines have already begun canceling flights. Those cancellations, we are told, well, they're expected to multiply. CBS's Chris Van Cleve starts us off tonight from Reagan National Airport in Arlington, Virginia. Chris, good evening. Major airlines expected Thursday and Friday to be among the busiest for flyers this holiday season. That may not be the case anymore. They are offering change waivers in more than 140 cities. And of course, Mother Nature now threatening to bring the gift no traveler wanted for the holidays. Tonight, ticking down on the bomb cyclone, targeting Christmas travel for millions. Snow is already falling in Minnesota. Are you guys ready for the storm that's coming? No. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think we're ready. <laughs> Airlines are poised to cancel thousands of flights as the storm is expected to pummel the Midwest with snow and then a polar plunge in temperature before heading east. I have faith that it's going to work out on Thursday morning. Chicago is in the bullseye. Kelsey Hicks is now leaving a conference there early, hoping the storm doesn't steal her Christmas back home in Arkansas. I've waited a long time to get to come to this particular conference, um, and I'm going to be stubborn and, and wait it out as long as I can, um, and I hope that doesn't come back to bite me. She's among nearly 113 million expected to travel for the holidays. Most will drive just as the storm reaches its peak. That's not a great weather outlook up there. No, what you're seeing there is uh, a lot of impacts on some of our key hubs. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. I don't think the system is where it needs to be just yet, and uh, we'll see just how much brittleness there is in the system as we go into the next few days. This is a big test for the airline. I think so. Everybody recognizes that uh, you can only do so much about the weather, but we'll be able to see how the airlines respond to those disruptions. But travel tensions are running high. This woman is now facing felony charges after this video appears to show her trashing an airline counter and hurling a computer monitor at a gate agent in Miami. The airlines tell us they've seen a noticeable increase in people taking advantage of those change waivers to move their flights without a fee. They say the good news there is fewer people will be impacted as cancellations occur Thursday and Friday. If you're still thinking about making that change, there's time, but you want to do it now. As more flights get canceled, there will be fewer and fewer available seats, especially before Christmas, Major. With all the details, Chris Van Cleve, thanks so much. For more on this powerful storm, let us bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Chris, good evening. Good evening, Major. There are a lot of concerns with this system. A big one is going to be on the roadways because of a flash freeze. With the weather system that's coming through, there's going to be precipitation, rain and snow. Behind it, extremely cold Arctic air. So a flash freeze is a very real concern, and it's possible there could be prolonged delays on the roadways. And with that, you do not want to be stuck outside with wind chill warnings posted from Canada all the way to Mexico and wind chill values uh, down to about 50 below in some areas, maybe even as cold as 70 below in some locations. On top of that, snow falling, blowing snow major. It's also possible there could be blizzard conditions as well. Chris Warren, we thank you. President Biden hosted Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky at the White House today and said the U.S. will stand with Ukraine for, quote, as long as it takes. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is there. The Ukrainian president in his trademark olive green attire was greeted by President Biden on the South Lawn of the White House this afternoon. 
happened. It was the end of a 5,000-mile top-secret journey for Zelensky, who traveled overnight into Poland and then boarded a U.S. Air Force jet to Washington, his first known trip outside of Ukraine since Russia invaded 300 days ago. Great honor for me to be here. Zelensky said he was there to say thank you to the country that's provided more financial support than any other, but to also press for more sustained aid. And we will win. And I really want win together. Thanks so much. Not want, sorry, I'm sure. The president said the U.S. would provide nearly $2 billion worth of sophisticated lethal weapons to Ukraine, including Patriot surface-to-air missiles capable of shooting down Russian aircraft and ballistic missiles. It's a defensive weapon system. It's not escalatory, it's defensive. And it's easy to... Uh, not, and we'd love to not have to have them use it, just stop the attacks. The latest aid package comes as lawmakers are set to approve another $45 billion in military and humanitarian relief. But a growing number of Republicans who are set to take over the House in just two weeks say the aid needs to be stopped or at least more closely scrutinized. We're just flushing money out and uh, uh, we don't know where it's going. That's part of the reason Zelensky will address a joint meeting of Congress this evening to convince skeptical members that more aid is needed for Ukraine to hold off the Russians. Ukraine has recently been subjected to heavy Russian missile and drone strikes, leaving millions without electricity during the harsh winter. CBS's Ian Lee went today to Boucher, as a small aid group distributed much-needed food and medicine to the elderly, many of whom are having to boil snow for drinking water. What would life be like without this kind of assistance? New cook. I would have nothing, says 83-year-old Zanetta, but a pair of white slippers and a bag. In his remarks today, President Biden said Russia is using winter as a weapon by trying to freeze and starve Ukrainians. And U.S. officials tell CBS News that's part of the reason the two leaders wanted to meet, to warn the Western world together, side by side, that the worst of the war may be yet to come. Major. A very big day at the White House at O'Keefe. We thank you. CBS News will have live coverage of President Zelensky's address to a joint meeting of Congress tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Also tonight, Sam Bankman-Fried, founder of the cryptocurrency exchange FTX, is on his way to New York from a jail cell in the Bahamas. He faces eight counts of conspiracy and wire fraud. Prosecutors allege Bankman-Fried defrauded investors of billions of dollars. CBS's Lilia Luciano has more. Under heavy guard, Sam Bankman-Fried left a Bahamian courthouse late today, headed back to the U.S. The disgraced FTX founder has spent more than a week in jail. He was arrested in the Bahamas at the request of federal prosecutors. He now faces numerous charges in New York, including wire fraud, securities fraud, and money laundering. Today, the 30-year-old agreed not to fight extradition, another chapter in a stunning fall from grace. Once one of the richest men in the world, leading a company with celebrity endorsements from the likes of Tom Brady, NBA star Steph Curry, and actor Larry David. Yeah, I don't think so. As Bankman-Fried's cryptocurrency company collapsed, it is estimated investors have lost billions. Bankman-Fried appeared at an economic forum before his arrest. I made a lot of mistakes or, or things I would give anything to be able to do over again. Um, I didn't ever... Uh, try to commit fraud on anyone. 
It is expected Bankman Freed will be arraigned here in New York City this week. And there are reports that his attorneys are seeking a bail deal. If convicted major, he could spend the rest of his life in prison. Lilia Luciano, thank you so much. Tonight, a glimpse into former President Donald Trump's tax returns. Trump had fought for more than three years to hide them from public view. CBS's Nicole Killian reports. After years of fighting their release, tonight, former President Trump's tax returns are one step closer to becoming public, following a strictly party-line vote by the House Ways and Means Committee. The public has a right to have a certain level of transparency. According to the panel's report, the IRS did not do a mandatory audit of the former president during his first two years in office and never completed any audits while he served. The tax forms were really never audited. That's despite the former president's repeated claims to the contrary. I've been under audit for so many years. Every year I get audited. Congressional analysis of tax forms also revealed the former first family reported more losses than gains in six years since 2015. And Trump paid only $750 in federal taxes in 2016 and 2017 and nothing in 2020. And they showed he didn't pay any federal income tax. That makes me smart. A Trump campaign spokesperson stated this unprecedented leak by lame duck Democrats is proof they are playing a political game they are losing. House Republicans called it an abuse of power. This committee action will set a terrible precedent that unleashes a dangerous new political weapon that reaches far beyond the former president. Before they can release Trump's tax returns, committee staffers are redacting sensitive information like Social Security and bank account numbers, but believe that should only take a few days. Major? Nicole Killian, thank you. The Biden administration announced today that additional doses of Tamiflu will be made available to states through the strategic national stockpile. There's been an increased demand for the prescription medication amid a nationwide outbreak of flu and other respiratory illnesses. And in some areas, the generic form of Tamiflu is in short supply. At the southern border tonight, the clock is ticking on Title 42, the COVID-era public health policy that has allowed border security to turn away millions of asylum-seeking migrants. Now, the policy was supposed to expire today, but awaits a ruling from the Supreme Court. CBS's Omar Villafranca reports tonight from El Paso, Texas, a border city now under a state of emergency. This is the front line of the U.S.'s latest immigration emergency. On one side, dozens of Border Patrol agents. On the other side of the metal wall topped with razor wire, we are tired, please, man. desperation. As many as 1,000 migrants lined up against the fence, waiting for a chance to make their case for asylum in the U.S. Stephanie Rubio and her two-year-old son arrived in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, last night. You want a future? In the last 36 hours, the Texas National Guard and state troopers have made their presence known, laying out razor wire at previous spots where migrants gathered as part of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's Operation Lone Star. The people who were crossing uh, into El Paso uh, should be blockaded. It's going to take several days to fully implement those measures. Those that do get to make their claims for asylum are released into El Paso, a city bursting at the seams with migrants. Shelters are full, forcing hundreds to sleep outside in the freezing cold. Charity groups are stretched thin, offering coats, blankets, and meals. 
By the end of the week, the city of El Paso plans to open up their convention center and two unused schools to be used as shelters for the migrants. And just in time, because temperatures here in El Paso are expected to dip into the low 20s this weekend. Major? Shelter in short supply. Omar Villafranca, thank you so much. A state of emergency remains in effect following yesterday's magnitude 6.4 earthquake in northern California. More than 10,000 customers in Humboldt County are still without power and under boil water advisories after the quake buckled roads and damaged homes. Two people were killed and at least a dozen others injured. Turning now to our series on children and cell phones. Nearly all American teenagers have access to a smartphone, but studies show that too much screen time can have harmful mental health effects. In tonight's Family Matters, CBS's Meg Oliver shows us how some schools are trying to help. This year, sophomore Saber Kuvea has the gift of time. It's like even though, sure, I would enjoy scrolling through TikTok on my phone, I have more time to dedicate to like art specifically. In September, Buxton School in rural Massachusetts, which Guvea attends, bans smartphones for students and teachers. The school's few dozen students still have access to tablets and laptops during class, but the school's director, Franny Shuker Haynes, wanted to give them a break from the constant demands of technology. Do you feel like you're taking that pressure off of them? Absolutely. And allowing them to control when and where they decide to engage with these apps. Studies have shown overuse of technology can lead to less sleep, disengagement from friends and family, emotional stunting, and can cause depression and anxiety, a concern for psychologists like Katherine Steiner Adair. So why are we giving kids stimulants during the day that disrupt all the good aspects of learning, particularly at a time where they have to develop their abstract thinking. Buxton is part of a growing number of institutions banning smartphones, but it's not just at small schools. I think every district can do it. Since 2019, Forest Hills School District in Michigan has banned phones for its 9,000 students, even at lunch. Rick Kebble is a high school social studies teacher. When no one has to worry about missing out what's going on on their cell phone because everyone's off of it, I think all schools need to have a guideline in place. Guidelines that can provide more time for students' social and mental health. Meg Oliver, CBS News, Williamstown, Massachusetts. Speaking of screen time, a major university moves to restrict TikTok on campus. That is next. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Twitter CEO Elon Musk says he's actually 
actively searching for someone to replace him as the company's chief executive. Musk says he will abide by the result of a Twitter poll and resign as soon as he finds a replacement, quote, foolish enough to take the job. Musk plans to be involved in the day-to-day -day operations of the social media platform. The crackdown on TikTok continues tonight with Alabama's Auburn University now banning the video sharing app on campus, Wi-Fi and school devices. Several states have moved to ban the platform on government devices and networks. On the federal level, bills are moving through Congress to do just that. Federal authorities say users' private data could fall into the hands of the Chinese government. Remembering the NFL icon who was on the receiving end of the greatest play in football history. That is coming up. Tonight, the NFL community is mourning the death of iconic Pittsburgh Steelers running back Franco Harris. The four-time Super Bowl champion is perhaps best known for catching what became known as the Immaculate Reception during the 1972 playoffs. Harris's death comes two days before the 50th anniversary of that catch. Franco Harris was 72 years old. A bullied teenager with autism gets a day of his dreams. And that is next. If you can't watch the CBS Evening News, you can listen. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, a story that will warm your heart even on this first day of winter. CBS's David Begno shows us how a special request made all the difference for a bullied teen. It may have started as a story about what's wrong with the world, what's broken. So this is my little dog, Chloe. 13-year-old Carson Thompson, who has autism, is now in an arm sling because he says bullies pushed him to the ground on his way home from the bus stop, breaking his wrist. But rather than focus on what's broken, I asked his mom what might help him heal. All right, let's go. And she said, well, if he could meet a video game designer, that would make his day. So one tweet and about a dozen phone calls later, we arrived in Houston to give him the best surprise yet. Hey, Carson. Hey, hi, Carson. Hello. Welcome to Six Foot Studios. And you know what we do here? We make games. We make games. This is so cool. Like, it's cool. Cool. It's super small. Hmm. What do you think about that? That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Don't worry about bullies. Don't worry about any of those things, okay? There are many, many people who love you and want the best for you. How was today for you? Today was awesome. Honestly, I'm pretty inspired. I think that I am going to make the best game ever created. David Begno, CBS News, Houston. Nice to meet you, bud. 
And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett, wishing you a very good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.